0: Hello, Delete This History listeners. Life doesn't give a crap about podcasting, and neither does the opposite of life. Kara's family had a death in the family over Thanksgiving, and we did not get a chance to record over that weekend. So today we present you a repeat, we like to call it Recycle, Reduce, Reuse, of episode one of Delete This History. We hope you enjoy it. And we will be back next week with a brand new episode. We love you.
1: Eyeballs. I feel like they're made of sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mine were so goopy last night. It was disgusting.
1: I hate allergies <laughs> so much.
0: Yeah, I was watching the um, <clears throat> Women's World Cup through <clears> throat> throat> through like... Gel <laughs> on my eyes—it was so gross. I thought you were gonna say. it was so nasty. I thought
1: you were gonna announce the platform you were watching. No, but uh,
0: through through gel. Yeah, through goopy mucusy gel ugh. on my eyes.
1: I got it this morning, and they were so swollen they were almost swollen shut they my, were they were like yeah. just
0: little slits and mine eyes. were like all like it's this is gross everybody <coughs> we're so sorry this is your introduction to us probably yeah, sorry. and here we go yeah. um girls you might as nasty. well just dive right in with you the sun is shining 24 7
2: because when we're together it feels like we're in heaven if it will get dark you'll be my million stars i know i can lean on you
0: Welcome to Delete This History, a podcast by two besties of a certain age searching for answers. I'm Bria Brown. I'm Kara Birch. And we're your hosts. Hi, bestie. Hi. Yeah, so what are we doing here? Um, well, we're just two friends who went to university together, but don't remember having any classes together. None. Majored in the same thing. Did. Got jobs after college at the same place, left at about the same time.
1: Almost the same time. Yeah,
0: To take jobs (laughs) that were almost exactly the same (laughs) in a completely different, not industry, I wouldn't say industry, but like...
1: No, I think industry is the right word.
0: And then we became best friends. Yeah. After all that. After all that. So weird. And here we are. Anyway, what is this podcast about? Oh my gosh. Okay.
1: So we've reached this age where we can't remember anything and... We don't go out as
0: much as we used to,
1: and so we maybe haven't heard of certain things.
0: We don't get much exposure (laughs) to life.
1: So, because of those things, we do a lot of internet searches. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're so ridiculous, Mm
0: -hmm. but necessary. Yeah, and educational. They tend to be kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, they provoke um, conversations in my household for sure. Yes. So, we decided to start sharing them. On this podcast, we think we're very funny. <laughs> I think Rhea's funny. That's
0: Those are the best kind of people, the people who think they're funny.
1: <laughs> so we thought, Don't oh my agree? gosh, you know what the world is missing?
0: Us. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an exciting week for me. Has it? I got a shout out on one of my favorite podcasts. <laughs> yes. Which was crazy. <laughs> so Actually, it, pro- it happened months ago. But I was unaware. Oh, oh! But because yes. I'm behind on the podcast and I've been binge listening it's to catch episode. up, I just heard it and I was like, "Oh, I never finished this episode." And they were right in the middle when they talk about well, they call it the, that thing in the middle. Mm-hmm. This is the Box of Oddities with Cat and Jethro, and they were doing listener mail, like email, mm-hmm. and they read an email that I sent them. <laughs> And at first, when he started reading it, I'm just listening to it like I would a normal any other listener email. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's me. That sounds familiar. That's my email. Those Those are my words. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh. That's exciting. And he even got choked up a little bit when he read it. Yes. It was a good email. Well, thank you. I like it. Um, I'm pretty passionate about that topic. Well, I think that's very
1: exciting that... You were nationally, internationally
0: recognized because, I mean, those podcasts... They're big. All over the world. They have millions of listeners. Yeah. I have been mentioned on that podcast before. Yes, I remember that. Um, When I answered a question on their Facebook page, (laughs) they said, what's the funniest way you've ever hurt yourself? This is a good one. Yeah. And so I was on a... (laughs) My funniest way that I'd ever hurt myself was I punched myself in the face when I was putting on my bra. (laughs) And I've done it more than once.
1: Do you know what else I do? If I'm trying to, in the wintertime, trying to pull up a sleeve, oh, yes. and the sleeve is tight, yep. my hand will slip off, and then I'll punch myself in the boob.
0: Oh. I do feels, that a
1: lot. That feels amazing. Love punching my own boobs. So, that's my exciting week. Okay, I had one exciting thing happen this week. What? Well, Sean's birthday was this week. Yes, that's so exciting. So that was exciting. We had a good time. I came home from work last night and as I walked through the living room, I saw this necklace laying on a couch cushion and I said, where did that come from? And Sean said, I found it down in the couch. And I said, I lost that like three years ago. And I tore the house apart looking for that. And I finally decided that I cleaned the house and you know how you are just... You don't really know what you're doing. You've got things in your hands, mm-hmm. and I would finally decided that I had just thrown it out by accident. Oh. like I had been doing things, cleaning up, you know, putting away the clutter, and that somehow I had just thrown it out. I just with
0: a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But
1: Sean, I don't know why he was flipping the couch cushions yesterday, and he found it down in the couch cushions. This is the level of my excitement. Well, you know, I had already replaced it, so now I have two of them. <laughs> exactly the same exactly the oh, same shoot.
0: exactly the same because you loved it so much you were like i can't live without it
1: exactly it's, i use that necklace yeah. all the time it's perfect
0: it no, goes with everything now you just got to give it to me i will give it to you oh my gosh that could be one of my prizes <gasps> it could okay okay <clears throat> speaking of wow yeah it's time to do the reading of the list i'm so excited okay Okay, do you
1: want to go first or do you want me to?
0: I want you to go first.
1: Here we go. So, reading a list. Number one, how are bra sizes determined? Full
0: question. Full question.
1: (laughs) Number two, will there be another season of Quarterback on Netflix?
0: Full question.
1: Number three, when was The Stand originally published? (laughs)
0: Need I say? Full question.
1: Number four How to correctly use a roundabout with or without yield signs? Number five At what age do people begin talking about their ailments in general conversation?
0: Oh my lord. Mm -hmm. I think I was 12. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, Well, I lived with older people, like my granny lived with us. Anyway. This isn't about me. Anyway, I've always been old.
1: I think I was 12. Probably. Oh, crap.
0: Okay. Your turn. Here's my list for the week. First, Slippery Stairs Championship. When did people start saying verse instead of verses? Full question. Yep.
1: (laughs) I'm rubbing off on you.
0: Herschel Walker son. Abby White murder case slash Eileen Gay Gibson slash cruise ship killers, real names. That's it. That's my list. I only had four because that last one was (sighs) mega.
1: Read that last one again. Okay.
0: I need to wrap my brain around it. Abby White murder case, Mm -hmm. Eileen Gay Gibson cruise ship killers real names okay oh trust me i look forward to it all will all will be revealed okay
1: all right okay now we come to the segment that we call search Search me Me. this is where um we play a little game where (laughs) i pose a question to you Uh you pose a question to me right about our searches and we have to determine which of this list is the correct answer
0: Yes, and so, we play for prizes. Yeah, there's
1: prizes. So this week, you're playing for.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm ready.
1: A couple of things. One thing you're playing for. Yes. Is some slightly used paper craft storage boxes. Oh yes, two yes, of yes. them to be exact. Yes, yes, yes. The other thing you're playing for, are these four different varieties of Dove chocolate. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. Dark chocolate. Milk chocolate with caramel in the middle. Mm-hmm. And this one's dark chocolate with almonds. So I'm gonna just put those here. That one's healthy. Inspiration. In this caramel one, I'm sure you've had it before, but if you haven't, go eat it alone in a room somewhere.
0: <laughs> with cigarettes handy mm-hmm. for later. Okay. It's so good. Okay, I'm ready for your question. The question
1: is which of my searches took place in a fit of rage. Because there's no one I can specifically yell at about this ongoing issue. Oh. Now that I'm reading this out loud, it's almost a trick question. I don't mean it for it to be, but I think you can do it.
0: Well, I've got it narrowed down to two. I'm going to say, how are bra sizes determined? Exactly. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That would cause rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I know. I'm just... It's a constant struggle.
0: It used to be that there was a formula you would measure underneath your boobs yep and you measure around the fullest part of your boobs yep and then that would determine your cup size yeah whatever the difference was it would be a b whatever that is a whole bunch of bs now but yeah i don't know what what rulers people are you like an inch is an inch is an inch Yes. So why would there be any variation? So in this particular bra
1: I am wearing right now, it is extremely comfortable. Yeah. It fits really well. Mm -hmm. It's a C. In other bras, I get the exact same numbers. Yeah. Different brand. It's like I'm wearing an A. I'm spilling out the top of it. And it's (laughs) bullshit, people. (laughs) I don't know who is making bras or what you're doing, but get it right. You're not doing it right. Get it right. How hard is it? I don't know. I'm about to find a tailor to say just figure it out and make me nine of them. Make me some
0: bespoke bras. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god. That's the best business name I've ever heard. Bespoke Listen Bras. You're out there somewhere. I know you are. Take Bria's idea Yes. Start a business because I don't want to do it. Bespoke bras, you can have it, and call me. For oh, the love of God, I mean,
0: you could pay me a hundred bucks for the name. Well, I would take it
1: or free bras for life.
0: Oh my gosh! Well, Ooh, they and would, and a friend. Ooh. Yeah, they would go broke giving me free bras for life.
1: <laughs> it just and they're so expensive, I and know. they stretch out and they wear out. Yeah, it's like God bless America.
0: I've stopped buying expensive bras. I have two. I just. I just buy the cheap crap ones. I buy a Playtex uh, and throw them out. Fourteen ninety nine bra, and I'm like, well, that way, if it doesn't fit right or it's not comfortable after you know the mm-hmm. first however many wears or whatever, yeah. and it wears out or it gets damaged in the washing machine, because come on, people, uh, huh. I'm That's not going to hand wash thing. my bras. That's
1: the other thing. Um,
0: then I can just throw it away and not feel bad about it, mm-hmm. or make a ferret hammock. <laughs> A ferret hammock. (laughs) Or
1: two gerbil beds.
0: Oh, man, those would be some (laughs) massive beds. (laughs) (laughs) I just keep getting bigger and bigger every year. I can't eat anything anymore without...
1: It goes straight to your
0: boobs? Yeah, I mean, I look down, I'm like, what the... I know,
1: they're in the way all the time. Oh, not your boobs, my boobs. Your boobs. (laughs) Your boobs are fine.
0: Well, ever since you told me, Back off, lady. And they haven't been in your way anymore. Okay, so So you here's win mine.
1: all of these chocolates. They're, so they're excited. yours. They're going to go straight to your boobs.
0: Yeah, that's what I need. More chocolate. Okay. Okay. Hit oh, me. No. I'm ready. Okay, Kara, today you are playing for. What's oh, that? did you hear it rattle? Oh,
1: what is this? <gasps>
0: You're playing for some magnetic poetry words. Oh, my God. In a cute little plastic box. I
1: really want to win that. I've got a perfect place for those at work. I'm okay. excited. Okay, Mm-mm-mm-mm. hit me.
0: Today, I want you to try to guess which search resulted after I tried to set up a recording of the England World Cup match and got sidetracked by all the other stuff on YouTube TV. YouTube- Slippery Stair
1: Cup Championship.
0: Slippery Stair Championship. <laughs> yes, that was yeah. the fastest win ever. <laughs> YouTube, please sponsor us, girl.
1: Slippery, slip. It's hard to say. Slippery. The S S A.
0: Can't even say the initials.
1: Well, slippery staircase Stair- championship.
0: Right, it's it's actually called slippery stairs. Oh, sorry, slippery stairs world championship. Ooh. Actually. <laughs> When I searched, I was corrected. <laughs> I was trying to set up this recording. And while I was doing that, there were things on YouTube TV on my phone that were just like autoplaying, yes. which kind of annoys me. But in this case, one of the things was these little kids trying to get up this ginormous white staircase in the middle of like a field or something. I thought it was ice at first, but it's not. And they're trying to get, they're wearing helmets and everything, and just, you get halfway up and you slide back down again.
1: What is making it slippery?
0: It's gel. Like a slimy gel stuff. Okay. So the stairs are gelled down.
1: I'm trying to figure out what that crap might be.
0: It's like lube.
1: It looks like KY jelly. Yeah,
0: like silica. Silica. Silica gel. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's slippery as fuck. Okay. So, the basic concept is four to five people stand at the bottom, and then you eliminate people as you go up through the rounds. But what Peyton and I were watching originally was Little Kids, and it was on ESPN Ocho. And we were laughing so hard ESPN, that we missed one of the USA goals oh. against Vietnam last night, because we were watching okay. this and laughing our butts off at these kids just sliding down the stairs, and then... If one of the people who falls or slides, if they're ahead of the others, then everybody goes. It's...
1: Yes. So you know what this is reminding me of?
0: You remember that old show, Wipeout? Yes. This is what it is reminding me of. Yeah. It's very much like that. Okay. Then I wanted to watch more of this. I watched the the boy kids do it, and then I watched the girl kids do it. Because, you know, it has to be separated Mm. into boys and girls. Because boys are always so afraid they're going to lose to a girl. So, of course, I searched it after i was like obviously like where did this start and what the hell Mm -hmm. and i found the very first one ever and that's what i sent you the link to it was grown-ass people which maybe i just missed it was very funny oh my gosh these guys they were ruthless first of all they were pulling each other down like the little kids were polite to each other and whatever but these guys were pulling each other by the foot (laughs) because you're barefoot Oh my gosh, it's just crazy. It was funny. So, um, look it up if you have never seen it because it is funny as heck.
1: It is funny. I I enjoyed it. And I was trying to watch it again while also watching soccer. And I got so, so distracted. And I finally just paused the soccer game because I was like, (laughs) I really want to look at this video. And Sean said, Well, that's okay. I need to go pee anyway. So, (laughs) we took a little pee break, a little slippery stair
0: break. These guys, you know, they're fighting each other. And then there are people at the top of the stairs who have, like, these yes. these gel guns. And they're shooting more gel onto the stairs yes. and at the contestants. And they're throwing balls at them, like, trying to <laughs> distract them and, and make them fall. And it was so frustrating. Like, people would get all the way up to the very top. And they would just put a foot wrong or...
1: And then wipe out the entire and staircase. they would just... Everybody starts over. It was funny.
0: So the smartest people were kind of hanging out at the very edge the of the women's. Stairs.
1: Did you watch it all the way through the women's? Mm-hmm. That one gal, she figured it out in like a minute. Yeah. And she made it all the way to the top. Yeah. She was fast. She was very good.
0: It was kind of anticlimactic, actually. It kinda she kind of ruined it. I agree. I was like, come on, girl. This isn't <laughs> about showing how great you are. This is about making us laugh at you wiping out. <laughs> anyway, it's hilarious. Because everybody's like in a bodysuit. Oh, it's just look it up. That brings us to our next segment, right? We got some shared history, mm-hmm. you and I. We do, and so we thought we would share our histories with the rest of you uh-huh. in the form of our search histories. Search histories. <laughs> See what we did there. It's good. It's good. It only took us like what three hours to come up with it. About yeah. Okay. I want you. In whatever order you want mm-hmm. to tell me about one of your searches. So
1: we really talk about bra sizes a lot. And so, I'm not going to talk
0: again about slippery stairs.
1: Um, I, I originally, my original question for you for the search me game mm-hmm. was going to be which of the searches happened to settle an argument at work. Oh. Um, and then I thought, mm, that's kind of, that's a little bit boring. Um, so I'll talk about that one how to correctly use a roundabout with or without yield signs. Somehow we got to talking about roundabouts at work for a guy I don't normally work with. And he said, like, you know, you just you just go. And I was like, no, you don't just go. You have to yield to oncoming traffic. If, it's, if there's a car already in the roundabout and it's coming your way, you've got to
0: yield. You've got to wait. That's why you have to use your blinker. Yeah. People. And he
1: goes... No, no, no. I'm talking about the roundabouts with multiple lanes. And I said, yeah, it applies to all types of roundabouts. If there's a car coming and if you go ahead and just go and you could hit that car, you have to yield. You don't have the right of way to a roundabout if there are cars coming. Right. <laughs> I said, it's like, I said, what do you do at a four-way stop? Do you just barrel through it if there aren't any cars there? You no. Know, I stop with a stop sign. And I said, Yeah. You have to stop.
0: You have to yield to oncoming cars. Right. And the way that you yield at a stop sign is by stopping. Yes. Normally at a roundabout, you don't have to stop.
1: Yes. If there are no cars coming, you just buzz through. Or
0: they're way over across the way. Exactly. Yeah. You use your common sense. That's the point of the roundabout, is to keep traffic
1: flowing. Keeps
0: traffic going. But you're not going to just be like, well, I'm here. I'm going to go. Yeah.
1: You got to... You still got to yield. Yeah. And so I looked it up to prove it to him. And he said, whoa, you can't trust everything on the internet. And I said, oh, my gosh, it's time for you to leave. Is that what he sounds like? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's I'm, it's a perfect imitation. Well, that's... I was so, you know, at that point, I was like, ah, pfft, bye. You can't argue with people like
0: that. Well, no, you can't fix stupid. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So
1: I just said, drive on the south side of town. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drive near me. Stay away from me. Can I also say... Yeah. The roundabout on the south side of town, near the nature center, <laughs> I can't navigate it. What? I always end up on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> I get down there, because right. I don't drive on the south side very yeah, yeah. much. So I get down there, and I'm full of confidence, because I'm like, I got it. Mm-hmm. I got it. And all of a sudden, I'm like, well, fuck, no. <laughs>
0: I'm on the highway. I'm on the highway, <laughs> heading <laughs> in the exact opposite direction. Every. And you're wanting to go north?
1: I'm wanting to keep going west. But then I end up in the wrong lane of the roundabout and it veers you off and you Mm -hmm. do Mm -hmm. the U-turn. Yes, yes. And you end up going east on the highway. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so frustrating and so i have to go all the way yeah because there's no there's way there's no exit no i have to go so far <laughs> to get back and so last time it happened sean said just just go home <laughs> we didn't even try to go back
0: this town is roundabout crazy now there used to just be one near the airport and one near the community college mm-hmm.
1: that's a good one it's yeah. so big and, and luxurious the, that was like that's it yeah now,
0: now we've got so many, and
1: even? diverging
0: diamonds. Oh, we yes. love the diverging oh. diamond.
1: The one on the north side near Commercial Street—it's so teeny tiny. Yes, yes, that yes. That the city buses drive over the middle of it. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. They can't. They literally—it's so small and tiny. They—the buses cannot make That's the curve.
0: That is the most this town thing I've ever heard. <laughs>
1: And they just drive over the middle hump, ah. it's hilarious. Screw it, <clears throat> anyway. That's my roundabout okay. story.
0: What do you got? Um, I'm gonna go with the really long one. I was well, watching Cruise Ship Killers. Is Cruise Ship Killers fictional? Well you should ask that oh. because i didn't think so i thought it was a true crime show okay a little cheesy you know some reenactments some of them are cheesier than other ones mm-hmm. dateline a little bit more sophisticated <laughs> forensic files still okay okay cold case files still okay okay then you get things like murder in the heartland <laughs> cruise ship killers uh-huh. these are some productions that are Filling a void, I guess you would say, These that the, cannot be filled because people who love true crime cannot get enough of true crime. That's what I was
1: going to say. These are the shows that once you've watched all the good ones, you're like, I got to have more. Yeah. And your standard's low. Yes. At
0: this point. Yeah. You're like, I don't care what it, I'm I don't I'm just going to watch. It. Okay. okay. All right. So this is um, a Canadian production. <laughs> okay. And I I know you can already tell <clears throat> it's stellar. Um, and... I wanted to know more about a particular case that I was watching or thought I was watching. And so I went to search it while I was watching the show, Mm -hmm. the episode. And the victim's name on the episode was Abby White. She was an English fashion journalist. Okay. And she supposedly took a cruise to get from England Mm -hmm. to New York Fashion Week. She just decided, I'm going to take a cruise to get from here to there. why wouldn't you? In this day and age, who wouldn't, right? So it was it was portrayed as a modern day case. Well, early 2000s. Okay. Modern enough. And modern. they all are. Modern enough. They all are. The oldest one I saw was 80s or 90s. Okay. But for the most part, these are all portrayed as like, this just happened recently. Okay. Which gives you the illusion that people getting killed on cruise ships all the damn time. <laughs> <laughs> You do not want to go on a cruise, okay? Because people get killed. Okay. And there's no police on a cruise ship, so Mm-mm. people get away with killing people. Okay. All right. Anyway, so this case was based on a case in the late 1940s. What? I know. A British actress was going from Cape Town, South Africa, okay. to Southampton, okay, England. She meets this deck steward on this cruise, James Camb. C-A-M-B. Then she disappears.
1: Why wouldn't that be pronounced Cam?
0: Well, it probably is. Like lamb. Like lamb or cam. But I just, I... I, You like to say the B? I stressed the B because I want you to know how to spell it. Camb. Camb. Okay. Um, But it's probably Cam. He was convicted of killing her after he admitted to throwing her body through a porthole, which... I don't ever have to worry about that method of... (laughs) Body disposal. That's a big damn porthole. To get my body through. It's like a cartoon and still be pushing my body through the porthole. I
2: can't, I can't stop picturing
0: it. And all my rolls are just kind of backing up through the porthole. Like, what the hell? She must have been a damn stick. How do you get someone oh. through a porthole? Oh.
1: Well, okay, I have a lot of questions okay, about that. But, keep but going. No, you go on. Okay. Yes. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> he claimed he panicked when she died after a medical episode, like a seizure or a heart attack or something, okay. while they were in bed together. All right. Her body was never found. Mm-hmm. So obviously there are, are a lot of things wrong with this guy's problem-solving skills. I mean, I know it's the <sighs> 40s, but whatever. Having sex with some chick... Uh, she dies. I guess I just have to throw her out this I mean, hole. the porthole is the <laughs> obvious choice.
2: Oh, what? my gosh.
0: Okay. But a friend of hers did say that she had heart problems and that she was not well. Okay. In the months leading up to this voyage to nowhere. So there might have been some validity to his story, and he was just a massive moron. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know. Back to Cruise Ship Killers. Mm -hmm. In the episode I was watching, Abby White, in quotes, was seduced by two men on her way to New York Fashion Week, an investment banker with a history of abusive relationships, and a Spanish musician who'd been booked by the cruise line for (laughs) evening entertainment. Spanish musician. Oh, yes. He was swarthy.
2: La la. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Okay. Long long story long. Okay. He says... Abby started foaming at the mouth and convulsing while they were having sex. Ew. And she did have a history of seizures. Okay. And she died. So he threw her overboard. Okay. Not out of (laughs) porthole. Oh. Okay. He threw her overboard because his wife was accompanying him. (gasps) What? On this little um, freelance tour of his entertaining on the ship. And he didn't want her to know that he had had sex with somebody else.
1: This is a made-up story, right? I don't have to hate this guy in real life.
0: Right. These people are made-up people. Uh, Okay. But it's supposed to be based on the guy who threw the chick out the porthole, which is a real story. Right. Okay. Anyway, he was convicted and blah, blah, blah. Uh, And I'm being blasé about it because, like you said, these are not real people. Yeah. But I was super annoyed when I found out (laughs) that these cases weren't real cases. Of course. I was like, what is this bullshit? Of course,
1: I would be, I'm annoyed by it when you told me. Like, I immediately was like, what?
0: And that there's like this whole list out there now where you can kind of cross-reference, like, you can see, oh, this episode was so-and-so whatever name they use is actually based on blah blah case in this episode so there really were all these i guess killings or disappearances or whatever crimes on these cruises but we're talking a span of the entire like as long as cruise ships have been around right uh are you going to continue to watch this show of course i am because now it's just funny but but here's the thing I should have known because the two experts they have in on this show the experts the forensic experts or whatever the, you know that mm-hmm, they normally mm-hmm. talk to on true crime shows mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they'll have a they'll have the cops who are involved in the case or and they'll have a journalist usually or something like that their expert people on this show are a <laughs> Canadian crime fiction writer. Who's really vampy and sexy looking. And I looked her up on Amazon and she's won some Amazon type awards. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm a writer. I get it. Any award that you can brag about is whatever. But Heck she yeah. was awarded some best newcomer or blah, blah, blah. Okay. So she converted that into being some, an expert on ships. Some pillars. Canadian dollars. <laughs> some loonies. So... <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I love you Canada. I love Canadian people and I love Canada. Oh, Canada. <clears throat> but you're just you're kind of an easy target sometimes just like people from the United States. And their crime expert dude is a former investigator and you can tell that he used to work on ships. So basically he was like a security guard on a ship. <laughs> cruise ships. Yeah. Okay. Because he has that kind of insider knowledge. I see. The captain is in charge when there are crime investigations because there is no police force on a cruise, which, why not? I don't, I was just
1: getting ready to say, why why wouldn't there be? you have police, like official police? I
0: wonder if it's like a, I wonder if there's issues with international waters or something. It's a jurisdiction thing. Yeah, yeah. But they explain over and over again on this show that... The, the flag that the ship flies, mm-hmm. that's the jurisdiction. But okay, then have yeah. cops from that country well, exactly. on the cruise. Exactly. I don't get it.
1: That doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. Right up there with bra sizes. So
0: anyway, here's what kept showing up every time I tried to search Abby White murder case. <laughs> There's an actual high profile murder case. An OnlyFans model? I don't know what OnlyFans is. But I the article that I read made it sound like I should know what that is. Okay, and I was like, I'm not going to go down anymore. Only fans. Only fans. It's all one word. Okay. Capital O, capital F. Abigail White. She actually killed her ex-husband or her ex-partner. I don't know if they were ever married, Um, but they had kids together, and she was found guilty and sentenced to life in late 2022. But that's a whole other topic. So this is quite the rabbit hole. I know it was crazy. I think I missed an entire episode of Cruise Ship Killers (laughs) (laughs) researching the fake episode of Cruise Ship Killers that I'd already watched. Okay, But it's like each episode is like 45 minutes. You can find it on Roku, Freebie, and I think maybe Tubi or one of those other free platforms that you have to watch commercials and you can't fast forward through them. Uh
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. I've seen some of our platforms tell us we should check that out. Cruise ship killers? Mm-hmm. So I think it's like on our, our home screen where you have like all yeah. the options. Yeah, yeah. And I know it has popped up like, hey. They must be
0: pushing that show
1: hard. I think it said, Bria Brown watches this show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so steer clear. You should <laughs> check it out. Take your rudder and point it a different direction. <laughs> anyway, that was... Pop out the porthole. That was Abby White murder case. Okay. i gay Gibson. ship wow. killers. Real names.
1: That was, that was a good one.
0: All right. What's up next for you?
1: I'm going to go with this one because it's kind of like, it's a little along the same lines as yours. Really? L- a little bit of a rabbit hole. It's not quite that rabbit oh, holy. Oh, rabbit holy. Got it. This one is, at what age do people begin talking about their ailments in general conversation? And the reason I brought this one up is there are some people around me that they don't bring up their ailments. They don't come in and they're like, oh, my
0: back. Right, right.
1: But if you know they've been sick and you ask them Mm -hmm. or they've had an accident and you say, how are you doing? Just strap in because (laughs) here it comes. And you better just get a hot beverage and sit back for an hour. And so it prompted me because, you know, you and I were getting to a certain age Dude. and I have found myself bringing up my ailments or, you know, maybe like, man, I just my sleep was off last night or talking yeah. about, you know, mm-hmm.
0: who gives a crap? When I tell my coworkers that I haven't had a bowel movement in three days, <laughs> they get so weird. So. <laughs> Jerks. But don't I they always, care about you at all? I call it a BM to make it less uh, <laughs> awkward, but no.
1: <laughs> so I Googled this. Just like, what you know, why don't you Google it? Yeah. I stumped Google. This is what came back. <laughs> okay. It said, are you wanting to talk to your kids about your dementia? <laughs> are you wanting to know when to have the talk with your child? Are you wanting to know when to talk to your parents about not driving anymore? All of these things. All of the old people things. So I kept searching, like I kept scrolling, (laughs) kept scrolling. And I finally found a blogger who wrote a post called Why Older People Talk About Their Ailments. And this blogger's name is Rachel McAlpine. She wrote her blog post from the inspiration of another blogger. Okay. Rachel came up with a list of things why she thinks people start talking about their ailments. Okay. And so she wrote, we're more self-involved and self-centered than we used to be because of social media. Mm I am sorry, Rachel, I don't agree with that. My grandpa never used social media and talked about his ailments constantly. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't buy that one. Maybe we're talking about our ailments younger. Oh than we used to Uh uh-huh that's that i would buy
0: yeah yeah
1: so that's what you meant rachel i'm with you she also said as our bodies begin breaking down we equate it to getting older and closer to death which you know we don't like either one of those things yeah we're like suddenly like oh wait i used to be able to do this and now i can't um company and reassurance like we're looking Mm -hmm. for someone else to say oh man my back hurts Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. for no reason well misery loves company yes yeah We've transitioned from Dr. Knows Best to Do-It-Yourself Health Maintenance. Yes. So we're constantly Googling... Why does my back hurt? Why am I not sleeping? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, Mm -hmm. we want to live for a long time, so we share how to manage our ailments Mm -hmm. in case someone is interested, and then we just want to offer support and empathy to our friends. Your friend says, "Oh man, I'm sleeping so badly," and then you go, "You know what? I am sleeping so badly too." Okay, because my back has been bothering me, or yada yada yada.
0: It's kind (laughs) of a peer pressure thing, is what they're saying a little bit. So, in in order to
1: fit in, yeah, like you. You don't want to go, I feel just fine.
0: So it's a domino effect that if some people are talking about their ailments younger than they used to, mm-hmm. you used to have to be like an octogenarian or whatever before you started Maybe so. talking about your sciatica and your <laughs> chillblains or whatever the hell. What? <laughs> You're going to have to search Blains? them. Search them. Um, chillblains? Yeah.
1: B-L-A-I-N-S? Mm-hmm i'm gonna write it down i haven't experienced that i
0: guess um no otherwise probably not because we live in a modern age okay now because of social media Mm -hmm. we're a little bit more Mm self-centered and we're a little bit more obsessed with searching these things on the internet and why do i why is my back hurting all of a sudden i'm only 30 whatever so, if even a couple of people are doing that, it starts to like rub off on people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So now we're a whole society of people who talk about their ailments. <laughs> it's like how the English people talk about the weather all the time. Do you notice that people don't talk about the weather as much? They talk about ailments or they complain about, you know, whatever. I don't talk to a lot of people. <laughs> Or they complain about millennials. Well, because I'm stuck
1: at a desk, I'm a captive audience for people.
0: That sucks. And
1: they just share
0: and share. And if you are sitting in a high traffic area, people feel like they can't walk by without saying something like, oh, it's rude if I don't say something. Yeah, just
1: say, you can just say hi and keep on walking. I don't care. Or not say anything. Because I'm usually in the
0: middle of something and I don't want to constantly say hi all day either yes 40 times a day hi hi oh hi Hi. oh hi oh you again going to the bathroom hi Mm -hmm. just go and don't tell me about it when you get done yes
1: everything came out all right (laughs) I like the new paper tails in there so this gal because her blog post was inspired by another one I had to take a little clip oh yeah so I have a little quote from the original blogger who calls herself Aunt Beulah. Which, by the way, I love the name Beulah. I have a relative named Beulah and I love it. So here's just the beginning of her post. As of January 1, 2017, I will no longer describe my latest ailment to anyone who will listen. It will be a difficult resolution to keep. I enjoy clucking away about my physical difficulties to those who don't retreat when I lean close and confide. You know, I have this rash. It was actually a really funny post. I read the whole thing. (laughs) Aunt Beulah? Aunt Beulah. I don't that's not her name. I clicked around on her website and so that is actually one of her relatives that she just loved. And so she called that's what she calls her blog is Aunt Beulah. Oh. In honor of her relative. Oh, and so this Rachel McAdams or (laughs) Wow. Whoa, oh, whoa. <laughs> Not Rachel McAdams. Wow. Rachel McAlpine. Mm-hmm. She has a rule after reading this other blog. She's created a rule that no more than five minutes per meeting per person can be spent on discussing health problems, whether they be bunions or cancer. Okay, isn't that interesting? She said that um, she had realized she had spent an evening with her friends Mm -hmm. and the entire evening, hours and hours, all they did was talk about their ailments. Didn't talk about family, didn't talk about work, didn't talk about movies, books they're reading, the food they're eating. They only talked about their health ailments. And she said, I walked away going, what a waste of an evening. So she set up this new rule.
0: Because it's not interesting to her? I don't know. See, here's my problem with this. Not that I think that it's a a grand time to sit around and talk about loose stools or whatever.
1: What <laughs> like your problem is.
0: <laughs> All night with your besties when you don't get to hang out with them very often. But if that's what everybody's jamming on... Go with it. And that's what everybody's kind of venting about, and mm-hmm. that's what's top of mind, then maybe she just needs to get new friends. Or... Get together more often. Right, but... I don't know. When you start to place rules on casual gatherings with people.
1: Well, and if you needed to talk about your cancer to me for three hours, guess what? I'm going to let you talk about your cancer right. for three hours. Now, I don't know that I want to talk about your bunion for three hours.
0: <laughs> well, you love feet so much. So. So I wouldn't no. even talk about my bunion to you. except. Feet. After we're done with this, you've got to take a look at this. <laughs> okay, I will. I'm going to show you my bunion.
1: So anyway, I didn't learn necessarily
0: at what age. Because there's not a set age. No,
1: we're all different. But it is interesting to me how some people, like, that's, that is something they want to talk mm-hmm. about. And, oh, man, that is just,
0: I just don't, please stop me. Well, you probably won't because you find that. Off-putting, Yeah. And that you, and you think, well, that's private. Yes. And I don't want people to know that about me. Yes.
1: That's a pet peeve of mine is when you've just met someone. Oversharing. And they are over familiar already. Uh-huh. It's like, I don't even know you. And I know how many surgeries you've had and what hospitals they took place in. I um, don't need to know
0: that. Since we're bitching. <laughs> sort of (laughs) sorry it's time for one of my pet peeves it's a grammar pet peeve oh with bb what (laughs) that's a whole other podcast i know that's what my granddaughter calls me as bb grammar faux pas with bb she's amazing and beautiful and adorable
1: okay what is it
0: when did this start? When people started, instead of saying, I watched the United States versus Vietnam last night in the World Cup. They say, I watched the United States versus Vietnam. I've never heard that. You've got to be kidding me. No!
1: You mean like commentators? Or yeah, well, just Joe yes,
0: Last night, there was a commentator Verse. on Fox. And he did a special where he got together with some former... New Zealand rugby player, mm-hmm. and he said, it was me versus her. I was like, are you effing kidding me? You are a professional who's supposed to know grammar and words, and you're saying verse versus verses."
1: Yeah, that's not... I, I have not heard that.
0: It drives me insane. Well,
1: it would drive me insane, too. That's not correct.
0: It is an is epidemic. Is that
1: someone like... Is that like... Um, they're just shortening the word,
0: like... That's what I thought at first. Like, we're so lazy now that every word has to just be one syllable. Just be one
1: syllable, yes. And verse and
0: verse. Uh, but no, I think people think that that's what it really is. You know how you abbreviate it, V-S? Yes. So they just think it's a verse. But verse is something in a poem, a Bible, yes. a song... You can be well-versed in something, meaning you're knowledgeable about something. But when you are going head-to-head with someone, or there's a competition, or a court case, or whatever, it's versus, with a U, mm-hmm. spelling-wise, but we say versus, Verses. for whatever. Versus. But that's why people get it confused. Versus. They're two different words.
1: I'm thinking real hard about
0: this, because If you listen I... to anybody under the age of 40... They'll say it.
1: It's got to be like that. I'm trying to think. Like I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of a shortened word that people say, and I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. So, what did your search it's an abbreviation produce? Or whatever. Did okay. it produce anything
0: so, that would help us here? In my searches, I found out from a linguist mm-hmm. that this kind of emerged and became prevalent in the 80s. So, it's been around for a while that people what? have been doing this abomination on our language. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And I get that language is ever-evolving. Sure. And it's, you know, it's a living thing. Absolutely. And that's why only dinosaurs get all head up about it. And I don't want to be that person most of the time. But it just sounds so ignorant. Mm-hmm. It's just not the right word. It's not the right word. It's, it's an incorrect vocabulary usage. Now, there has been the development of a new word, verse, Gamers say this a lot. Okay. I've, I've been told. oh, okay. oh I know where say, you're going. They'll say things like, I'll verse you in basketball. Or we're, we're versing each other. That's not where I thought you were going. So they'll turn it into a verb, you know? Yeah. Our two teams are versing each other in blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's fine. You're turning verses into a verb form. Right. But it's still verses. Hmm. This is why I'm going to die young. You're going to have an aneurysm. I just let stupid things like this bother me. But then the more it bothers you, the more you hear it. Right. And the more you notice it. Yes. People, this is a public service announcement, please. I mean, maybe not a public service announcement. It's a BB service announcement so that I don't die young. (laughs) Please stop saying verse instead of verses.
1: I'm going to listen for that now. I've not...
0: I literally have not heard that. And supposedly educated people are doing this. This is not just kids. This is not just somebody who was interviewed because a tornado blew through and it was me versus the tornado. (laughs) This is not that. This is like educated, professional people saying this. And I guess I'm a language snob.
1: And you know what? That's okay. You're an author, so words are your world. They matter. And it's okay to be that way, and I
0: appreciate it. Use the correct words. Yeah, I'm going to listen for that now, but I have not heard that. I mean, it's not Joe versus the volcano. Oh, that's a good one. It's not Roe versus Wade. Also a good one. <laughs> it's not me versus you. It's Verses. So that's the old grammar rant. All
1: right. It's a good one. So this is kind of going to segue into my next one. When was The Stand originally published? The Stand by Stephen King. Oh, yes. Yes. And so, do you know, uh, this Mm. blew my tiny pea brain.
0: I'm going to say in the 70s.
1: You're right. Yeah. I'm not a a huge Stephen King fan. I appreciate him. I think he's really intelligent, Mm -hmm. and I like to listen to him be interviewed. He's Mm -hmm. really funny.
0: Yeah, he's a good interview.
1: But I've never, I've not read a lot of his books. Yeah. Yeah. So I decided a few weeks ago, this was before we left for New York, I decided I needed a new book and I just, the stand was available immediately at the library on an ebook. So I checked it out and I started reading it. I, I don't know, I got maybe 5% into it and it's so close to COVID-19 that I started becoming anxious. Yes. Oh. I couldn't sleep. I was waking up in the middle of the night, my heart pounding, sweating. I was going throughout my day and I just, I felt slightly anxious, but I didn't know why. Yeah, And it just finally hit me. I was like, it is that book. It's so close. Not so close, but it was just bringing all that up. Like it wasn't paralleling it, but it was just bringing all of that up all over again for me. And I just was not having it. So I was like, I'm sorry, Stephen King. I'm going to just, I can't read this right now. Maybe in 10 years when it's less fresh, I can maybe read it. Because it was good. I mean, it was interesting and I was reading a lot of it. Then a few weeks later, after we got back from New York, I was like, I had to think about that again. And I thought, man, I really want to read that book. And then I thought, when was that even written? I don't even know. So I pulled it up and I was like, oh, what? So then that freaked me out on a whole other level.
0: Because did you think that it was written recently enough that he was drawing on no. COVID-19? No, 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 no. I
1: knew I knew it was minimum 10 to 15 years at least old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I knew that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know it was this old. Yeah, it's old. 78 is when it was originally published.
0: Then it's real old. Yes. Huh?
1: <laughs> so the the version that I got... There's an introduction by Stephen King, and so I read that. And so he was saying that the original manuscript, or whatever you want to call it, um, they made him cut it like crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know, this book is like, it is a cockroach killer. Mm-hmm. And so they made him cut it because it's too long. And I can't remember how much they cut out, but a lot. He oh, was yeah. telling how much this publisher made him cut. And they're like, we're not going to publish this if you don't cut this down. So we're going to cut it, or you can cut it. So he cut it himself. And so the version that I checked out from the library, he added his shit back in. Who keeps that stuff? So, Bria is a lot. Like, a lot. So it's even longer than the original one.
0: So as a writer... Yes. Not to interrupt. I don't understand his process. (laughs) Because who even keeps that shit? When you cut a book... Especially back in 1978, you're typing that on a GD typewriter. (laughs) You're you're not using a computer. Mm -mm. He might have had a word processor. Maybe. But you're still typing it out. Did he just keep the paper copies? I know some people used to use carbon copies. But how did he even have that is what I'm getting at. How did he even have that stuff still around to put it back into the book?
1: I don't know. And I'm... (sighs) You and I both know how bad my memory is, but I'm kind of having little flashes of him discussing this in that introduction to this version of the book. Okay. I feel like he talked about that a little bit. It was a long introduction, and he was explaining that because this was being republished with additional information, he was like, You people, this is not a new book, this is the same book. Mm-hmm. Like it was a funny introduction. I was So
0: don't get pissed off at me. Yes,
1: it was it yeah. literally I literally LOL'd. It <laughs> doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. I was laying in bed and I giggled. That's so how... I don't know. But I see, don't know. I don't know how he saved it. I'm I, I may get back to this book someday.
0: You probably will. I really want to but read it. Here's the here's the ironic thing. What? This book upset you and affected your life so much and then you came back from New York and <laughs> probably had COVID.
1: <laughs> I We've, think that that's what made me. We don't, still think about it. We don't know for sure. No, I don't know for sure because I'm an idiot.
0: But we're pretty sure. Uh huh. You either had COVID or you had mono bronchitis R- something RSV RSV. It was combo. something. Yeah. It was something because you slept all the time. Yeah. Anyway, not to get into your ailments, right? But, HIPAA. Uh, yeah. Sorry.
1: I think that's why it was still on my
0: brain. And it was so upsetting.
1: Well, no, I think that I was so sick that I was in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. I was like, I think I've got COVID. Mm -hmm. And then it just, you know, your brain, it just jumps from this thing to that. So I was laying there reading Mm -hmm. because I couldn't do anything else. And then it just, my brain just went back to that book again. Mm -hmm. And then that just made me think, when was that even written? And I just find that fascinating. So pandemics are not new.
0: But if his writing, though, and his depiction of it, was still relatable to you, and you were thinking, "Oh, he wrote this ten, fifteen, maybe twenty years ago," because that was still early two thousands. Mm-hmm. No, no, it was forty
1: five was... years ago.
0: So it just that's that's a little different. So that tells you kind of how visionary.
1: I want to talk to him about it. Yeah. I would love, ooh, maybe that'll be one of my searches. Maybe he's had an interview since COVID to talk about that book. Probably. Write that down with chillblains.
0: <laughs> I cannot wait until you look up chillblains.
1: I don't know. It was just a, I'm a simple person. You guys will find the longer you listen. I know. I'm simple. It just, that 1978 date, I was like,
2: what? <laughs> And
1: I told Sean and he was like, yeah, like, shut up, jerk. Just go with it and go, what? 1978? I'm like, I believe that. That's amazing.
0: You know, we know it's a long time ago because.
1: <laughs> no, nope, don't say it. <laughs>
0: You know why we know that that year you is how a I, long ass how I could do time ago. We didn't Math so fast. We didn't have to do that math. Okay.
1: <laughs> you also find I can't do math. It's
2: really
0: hard. <laughs> so the fact that that just rolled off her dung mm-hmm. means that there's a connection uh, there. there. But it anyway. A
1: small connection. Tell me something about another one of your searches. Okay. My last one. Okay.
0: Is about Herschel Walker's son. Why don't I know that name? I know that name, okay. but why don't I know who that is? He was a football player. Okay, that makes sense. Back in the day. Yeah? Like, I think 80s. Okay. 90s, maybe. But he recently ran for Senate. Oh. And he ran on an, U.S. Senate? I believe so. Okay. One of those southern-ish states.
1: One of my great uncles is named Herschel. Mm. Continue.
0: I hope he's not like this guy. So, anyway. He's deed not to get political, this is not about anything political, but the kids, and, me out. the kids and I were talking about people who have political leanings that are surprising mm-hmm. knowing their backgrounds. Okay. He's a black man. Okay. And he's ultra conservative. Okay. Like right wing. Mm-hmm. And he's anti-abortion staunchly. This is what he ran on. This was his platform. Okay and family values and blah 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 so his son came out christian and says herschel walker was a terrible dad he abused me he abused my mom he had affairs all the time he not only urged um, women that he was dating to have abortions but he paid for their abortions what this this kid torpedoed his dad's campaign oh my gosh you know but then i was like wow what a brave kid you know And then I had to be informed by one of my kids that, well, he's not really a great guy, mom. He's blah, blah, blah. So then we started talking about people who were not great people, but who did great things.
1: Okay. That's an interesting
0: conversation. That you can can do a good thing Mm -hmm. or be known for doing a good thing Mm -hmm. in history and still have been a garbage person. True. There's lots of them.
1: Of course there are.
0: Or do garbage things. And it might not make you a completely garbage person, especially given the time period that you lived in or whatever. But you're not going to be worshipped or deified or whatever. Mm -hmm. The obvious things are like presidents or founding fathers who had slaves and stuff like that. And a certain woman who wrote a series of wizarding books that we love, who is now a little bit problematic... Um, especially in our household, or this kid. You know, I just had to say, you know, sometimes, (laughs) because I guess he's really, like, anti-LGBTQ, which is a a strike in our house. And I have a question about him. Yeah. So, do you know, A,
1: why he torpedoed the campaign? He said that he felt like he was being asked to lie. Okay. My second question is, do we know
0: if those things were true that he was saying well i mean it's been corroborated okay anyway he didn't win (laughs) how did this come up how did this well we were just talking it was lunchtime and we were just talking like you do
1: the conversations you have at your lunch table are better than they're
0: exhausting kara (laughs) sometimes i just want to eat a freaking bologna sandwich okay (laughs) I come, out, know? I come out of my bedroom office slash recording studio slash whatever, and I just want to eat some effing lunch. This is all old news, but when you have an autistic child who suddenly, for whatever reason, thinks about something, mm-hmm. she's going to talk about it, whether you want to or not. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. Okay.
1: Well, it makes for some really interesting searches <laughs> for this podcast. It does. <laughs> because
0: originally she was like, Oh, I got to look up his name. I can't remember his name. I was like, no, no. I'll look it up. But then I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm talking about this. Do you still have I just have one. Okay, I'm ready.
1: And this could create a long conversation or a short one. I don't know.
0: Oh, crap. Okay.
1: Will there be another season of Quarterback
0: on Netflix? My Lord, I hope so.
1: So I looked it up this is my search result, is that, yeah, probably so. Um, they were saying that they were in talks with Peyton Manning about it. And the reason they haven't determined if there will be a next show yet, is, or a next season, is because it's so early in the release of this original season one. And they don't have numbers yet. So, ne- But I'm like, hello, Netflix. I think you can probably say, yeah, there's going to be a season two. I can't imagine a cajillion people have not watched that. I know. I've heard people talking about it. Luckily for me, the break room on our floor is just right around the corner from my desk.
0: Oh, that's so lucky. <sighs>
1: <laughs> I have heard the conversations since Quarterback was released, mm. and people are talking about Quarterback in the break room. And the majority of the people on the floor I work on are women.
0: Hmm. Well, there's some there's some eye candy. In quarterback, oh, <laughs> were you thinking about in your break room? No, I was
1: like, "What are you talking about?" No, no, yeah. So,
0: I mean, it's- that sounded so sexist. Like, <clears throat> like women can't like football. You know, I love football. Yes, it's it's my passion. It's just a bonus. But that show is going to draw even more than just football fans because
1: it. Totally is. So, of the quarterbacks, current quarterbacks, who would what three would you pick for next season? Jordan, yes. Jordan Love. They oh. would have to pick Jordan Love because it's his first season.
2: Oh,
0: no. Amazing. Who would you pick? Oh, my gosh, Kara. I almost just said, does it have to be quarterbacks? <laughs> <sighs> Let me explain. So, the name of the
1: show... Is quarterback <laughs> now? Oh, shoot! Oh. If there was a
0: show, maybe called Running Backs. Uh, let's pretend like I didn't ask that stupid question. Quarterbacks. I think Derek Carr might be interesting. He just got traded from the Raiders to New Orleans, and I always thought he got kind of a raw deal in in. in las vegas that there were problems with that whole organization i agree he's a good quarterback and it just kind of fell on his shoulders
1: um so if we did Derek carr jordan love (sighs) why don't you want to watch jordan love
0: i'm not interested in him okay i don't know why it's all right you don't have to be um i don't think i think it's because i just don't know enough about him like he's just not he probably would be a good choice though because he would be kind of the the person that people wouldn't know much about. So
1: Well, and I think choosing him would be
0: interesting because this
1: is his first year as starting quarterback. Yes. I think that would be an interesting... Yeah. But maybe that would be too much distraction for him. I don't know. His coaches might All be like, right. um, maybe no. Yeah,
0: I didn't think about that. I don't know. Uh,
1: I would absolutely, if there's season two, I will give it a shot. But it's going to be hard to top this last one.
0: And the producers of this show just got so lucky oh yeah
1: they did what
0: the heck
1: they had no idea that that season was going to turn out that way
0: no you don't know Mm -mm.
1: yeah that whole the whole thing could be a dud like all three of your quarterbacks
0: yeah get hurt yeah what if they all got hurt and we're just benched (laughs) that'd be a great show (laughs) although they did have a lot of other stuff you know like With their houses and their families and their kids.
1: Okay, I'm going to be a real jerk right now. And I'm going to tell on myself for being a jerk. Okay. But I feel like I've gotten better. I've come around. I wasn't a huge fan of Britney. I really, I was judging her on things I've seen on the media. Stuff she's done in tweets. Superficial things. I was like, I don't think I would like that person. I don't think we would get along. But the more I watched her, and this is this is where the turning point was for me, mm-hmm. that I think I would like her. She was a soccer player.
0: I know. I had the same exact kind of light bulb moment. When I learned that I have a
1: whole new level of appreciation for her. And respect. Yes. Yes. And I enjoyed watching her watch the games. Me too. I was just like Oh, man. That would be me. Yes. hmm I'm so glad that they put that much in there about her. hmm I'm glad that I learned that about her because I have a, a new level of appreciation for her and try not to judge people so harshly. Yeah,
0: as a per- as her own person.
1: Yes. Um, I liked the part where some, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was a friend that was just talking about what a badass she was or like, she's having a baby in the morning and she's just sitting out there yeah. just, you know, and I was like, yeah. That's what women do. Yeah. Women are badasses. Yeah. I don't know. I just really enjoyed getting to know her a little bit better.
0: That's the that's the end of my search. Okay. Well. Or
1: my top five searches.
0: But what about this one?
1: <gasps> but what about this one? These mm-hmm. are the other searches from this week, and they're a little bit boring, but here we go. Okay. And you can't judge me for this first what one, okay? What the heck?
0: Okay. Please. <laughs>
1: What is a flyleaf page? Mm. Teeny little super guy. The Titan Games. How often to water a small succulent? Nope. The movie. Alan Arkin. Mm-hmm. And the bear.
0: So here's my. But what about this one okay. list? Okay. okay. Cruise ship jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sporting Kansas City. Mm-hmm, of course. Barbell weight. <laughs> Nutsy Fagin, <laughs> yes, Jutlandia ship, <laughs> very <laughs> nautical. If any of those are interesting to you, listeners, yeah. Heather and Hopper, then let us know because yes. they may or may not be featured in a future episode. Yes, and how would people get a, in touch with us, Kara?
1: Oh my gosh! So we would love to hear from anybody, everybody, good, bad, ugly, all of the things. You can email us at deletethishistorypodcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also follow us um, at DTHGals on Instagram and Twitter. I might send us an email just so we get one.
0: <laughs> we already get email. <laughs> it's junk.
1: Junk. <laughs> so send us something more interesting than our junk mail.
0: Absolutely. We
1: want to hear what you like about the show. We don't like what searches you want to hear more about. <gasps> what, what searches, searches you've, you've done. done?
0: <laughs> What do you have in your search history that the cops would be like, huh? Uh, Let us know. No, don't. No. I don't want to be mm-mm, part of mm-mm. I don't. No. Mm-mm. I don't want to be subpoenaed or something. Mm.
1: We don't have time for that.
0: So um, leave out all those Nutsy <laughs> yeah. Fagan search histories. Yeah, but
1: We just want to know what you're searching about your current ailments. What rashes are you finding? How many calories are in your venti vanilla mm-hmm. latte?
0: Man, you don't look that up. I'm not gonna. But in the meantime, oh, yeah, I'm gonna go delete my history. Oh, me too. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.
1: Delete This History is created, written, hosted, produced, and edited by Bria Brown and Kara Birch.
0: Theme music by Orcas.
1: Email us at DeleteThisHistoryPodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at DTHGals.
0: Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.
1: Today's Old Man Laugh was brought to you by possible COVID-19.